Sometimes, when I read God's Word, especially where Jesus is being quoted, I am drawn to a reality that astonishes my mind and spirit. The concept of faith and trust in God is woven throughout the entire Bible. It doesn't matter which individual you look at, be it Abraham, Moses or King David, each individual shares, either directly or indirectly, of their walk of faith in and with God. And there are many lessons to be learned by studying God's Word, where these individuals who walked with God, in their journey of faith, are laid out for us to consider. But when Jesus arrives and begins His ministry, it's almost like we've been reading a story illustrated in black and white and suddenly it all begins to unfold in radiant color. And somehow, as we ponder over the words quoted as spoken by Jesus, and consider that Jesus was a young man, obviously different and yet the same as you and I, the words that He speaks and the concepts of reality that He reveals, take a hold of us, who trust in and believe in Him. Who but Jesus could say the things that He said? Who but Jesus could do the things that He did and who but Jesus could authenticate it all, above and beyond what He had already done, by His declaration of His own pending death for our sins and His assurance of new life available in Him, through His own demonstrated resurrection. There is no one else that is totally like Jesus, not in the Bible, not in history and not of this world. No one. Jesus stands totally alone. The concepts and realities that Jesus speaks of are not always easy to grasp. Jesus covers a lot of ground as He walks us through what God our Heavenly Father, has told His Son Jesus, to reveal, explain and demonstrate to us. A lot of people are familiar with John 3:16, forgetting that Jesus spoke these words, given to us directly from God the Father. These aren't just words spoken by the man Jesus. These are the words of God the Father, spoken to us through God the Son, who was sent to us, to reveal to us, of our Father. Like Peter said to Jesus when Jesus asked His disciples if they would also walk away from following Him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have words of eternal life. John 6 68. Peter grasped who Jesus was and from where His words came, but far too many today don't. When we listen to Jesus, He lets us know that He does not want to be an afterthought in our lives and minds. Jesus lets us know that He doesn't want us to fit Him into a segment of our existence, where we bring Him out on perhaps a Sunday or acknowledge Him on a particular holiday normally associated with Him. That's not the kind of relationship He invites us into. It does go way beyond that. And that is where a lot of us stumble. I know I did and sometimes still do. And I know that I am not alone. We learn that God is holy. That is a concept or perception that is not easy to understand. God is holy. We are not. It's not about what we identify as being good some of the time. It goes way beyond that. It has to do with our way of thinking, what we value and who we rely on. Before you can try to fix a problem, you need to understand and appreciate that there is a problem that needs fixing. God calls the transgression or violation of His holiness sin, and the bottom line is that, try as we might, we can't fix this ourselves. It's ingrained within us. We can deny it, or disregard it, but it does not change the reality of the existence of sin within us. And that is a problem, because God is holy and we are not. And then there is God's grace. Grace is unmerited favor. We can't earn God's grace, it is a gift that God extends to us through the expression of God's love for us, through God doing for us, what we in ourselves cannot do. That expression of God's love is where God Himself, sends His sinless Son, who is holy, in the flesh, to nullify what we are powerless to change. If we cannot change how we are, then God and only God has to do it for us, and He does this because we are God's creation and His love is extended to us, through His Son. It's almost like God is saying, I am holy but you are not. You cannot change this but I can and I will to restore you to Myself through My Son. Believe in My Son, who is holy and I will renew My communion with you through His Spirit within you, now and in the life to come. My Son will correct what you cannot correct, 
He the righteous, will stand in the place of the unrighteous for you. Because you are powerless to change who you are, all you have to do is believe and trust in what I have done for you, through Him. But believing isn't a one-time commitment or acknowledgement, it is but a start that begins in this world and is fully realized when we leave this body and we are face to face with God. And it is an amazing grace that God places before us. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.